doubt and that's been a really refreshing feeling just like crushing doubt in every way possible. Former Wausau West track and field star Brooke Jaworski is coming off one of the most stunning moments of her career. She tripped over a hurdle in the NCAA preliminaries last spring, but her mindset since has been one of focus. I talked to Jaworski in a very candid interview about that moment and how she hit the reset switch to qualify to the indoor championships this year and how she has unfinished business in the outdoor season coming up. Why don't you kind of describe what last weekend was like competing at the indoor track and field championships and what was that, what, what that was like to get your first experience there? Oh, it was amazing. Um, like you said, like that was my first experience there. Freshman year, we were there, but then got sent home, never really got to compete. Last year was injured, didn't get to qualify. And then this year qualifying as an individual um, in an event that I really haven't had a lot of experience with was really fun and refreshing and it brought a lot of excitement back to the track for me. Um, even though I didn't do as well as I wanted to do individually, it was still a really good opportunity to get back into the, the swing of things and have like a new event to dabble in and experiment with. Um, but the highlight of that weekend was obviously how uh, my team did with the men winning their first NCAA title in school history um, in a very fashionable way. And then our women's team coming second um, to a very, very strong field. Um, and then uh, I don't know if you've seen also, but um, our head coach and our assistant coach has also been named, you know, national um, coach of the year, assistant coach of the year. So it's just been a lot of positivity surrounding Texas track and field lately. And it's like to have it come out of that one weekend and we're not even halfway done with our season is just amazing. Yeah. And there's one moment I remember and it was, I was watching your, the big 12 conference meet and it was after you had won the 800 qualified um, for that meet and you gave your coach a really big hug and just really pumped after that. Walk me through what that moment was like for you. Yeah. So um, starting the 800 this year, um, well, I wasn't even really supposed to start the 800 this year. I was just going to kind of run it a couple, a couple times, get in shape and just kind of go with the flow, run my 400s, be a leg on the four by four. But things started kind of like taking shape early season. And me and my coach were like, hey, like, let's let's roll with this a little bit. And I competed almost every single weekend this indoor season. So I was just, you know, getting a bunch of races under my belt, getting as much experience and knowledge racked up as possible. And the weekend before, um, I attempted to try to get a better qualifying time because this year was apparently a very odd year in that the 800 women's 800 special was very competitive. And the a time, the time that I had on the board um, previously was, I mean, would have been fine in years past, but this year, like I was on the, no, I was number 16 out of 16 with two weeks left to go before nationals. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. And um, he gave me one chance to go and run on a, a track to improve my time. And I didn't, and he didn't have me signed up for the 800 going into big 12s. And I, and I was like, Hey, like, give me another shot. I think I can do this. So he took me out of the 600 yard. Good. I mean, we're kind of like, we, we have a lot of depth on the team. So we were able to move things around fairly easily. And, um, going into the big 12 meet, I knew first and foremost, I needed to get the 10 points for the team because we're, we're there to win a championship. And, um, 
running a 206 or whatever I ran in, in prelims, I knew that wasn't, you know, an improvement to make to nationals, but, you know, going to finals, I was like, okay, you had your chance multiple times, not just get the 10 points for the team and crossing the finish line, seeing that I not only qualified for nationals for sure. And got the 10 points for the team was like, it was so, it was so exciting. Cause I was like, I, you know, I wasn't expecting to um, get both. I knew it was going to be one or the other. And, I had to put the team before my own goals um, at this specific meet and to have, like I said, to have both was just awesome and have him there be excited for me and kind of have like a whole unexpected um, experience with the 800 was really fun. Yeah, what's the challenges that come with the 800? Cause like you said, you'd never run it before. You're more of a hurdler in years past. What, what's the differences and the challenges that come with it? Um, for me, it's definitely holding back the reins a little bit. Um, I, you know, like I am a, a sprinter, I'm a hurdler. Uh-huh. So just like learning how to pace myself and, you know, not go busting out of the blocks like I do in a 400 and just learning what works for you and your own body. Cause every, every 800 runner, every runner in general is different. And, you know, some people like to go out in a minute and some people like to go out in a minute in three seconds. So it was just kind of finding that sweet spot. And like I said, I'm still experimenting, trying to figure it all out and I'll actually be running the 800 outdoors for this upcoming meet. So it'll be a little bit different, a little bit easier. Um, you know, long strides aren't very conducive to running very fast on tight, tight ovals um, on indoor tracks. But um, yeah, it was a lot of learning and challenges that were fun to overcome. And it was just a lot of fun. I was like, that's like a big word to describe the indoor season. Why, why, why that? Why fun for the indoor season in particular? Um, just because there was just so many new experiences, I was able to, you know, actually compete this indoor season and not fight a bunch of injuries. I've been so blessed to be healthy and in a really good mental state, physical state. This is probably the best shape I've ever been in my entire life. Um, and just to have this dominant team that to be a part of is just insane. I mean, I mean, that's why I came to Texas. I came to win and that's exactly what we're doing. Uh, and that's exciting to see, right? I mean, mm-hmm. putting up dubs. Um, uh, let's talk about the the prelims last year a little bit, because we spoke to you in the winter. You're coming off of that injury. You had the indoor season. Uh, then you went to the outdoor prelims. That was, was that in Oregon, I want to say. Where was it? Um, for the NCAAs. That was in NCAAs. Um, that was in A&M. That was the, the prelims there. Yes. And, then, and then Nationals was in Oregon. Yes. Yeah. So, so it was right there. And if I'm remembering this correctly, you what tripped on a hurdle, like right near the, in the final stretch, um, walk me through that day and, and that race and kind of what was going through your head after you got so close, um, and tripped right on that final stretch. Yeah. So it was definitely a tough moment. Um, but it was one of those moments that were kind of pivotal, um, moving forward. Um, I had so many different battles last year, mentally, physically, with the injury, just being in a bad mental funk it was just a lot to overcome and it took me a while to get to a point where I felt like even the slightest bit of confident confidence um moving forward in that season and you know I was feeling pretty good and that race specifically I was like okay this is gonna be it this is like you know like I see the light at the end of the tunnel like when I finish this race like I'm gonna be you know digging myself out of this hole that I've been trying to dig myself out of all season long and you know, I saw the finish line. I saw it right there. And God was like, nope, not yet. And <laughs> clipped my toe on the hurdle. And you know, I was, I was 
going to be running a great time and things obviously didn't turn out how I planned and I, I didn't qualify. I finished last in that race. And luckily I was still able to travel with the team and go to nationals and had that whole experience um, as an alternate for the four by four. But I mean, it's not the same, like when you qualify for your own individual event, something that you work for specifically. Um, so this year, like the whole goal is to finish what I started last year and do it in an even faster fashion. So I have a lot, I'm very hungry and um, really looking forward to um, getting back to that regional meet and doing what I anticipate to do. Yeah. When that happened, was it kind of like a, I think it's time to turn the page on this year. Like, I think it, oh yeah. so many, so many things have happened and I'm ready to move on. Was that kind of what was going through your head? Oh yeah. Like, you know, when I hit that hurdle, like you hear the crowd go, Oh, and you're like, Oh God. Like you just know right away. Like, and I remember like, like getting over the hurdle, but I was like completely twisted and trying to like fight the inertia, like trying to like get up and I just, you know, smack it. Not only is it embarrassing, but like you just see the field that you essentially worked to pass the entire race, just blow by you. And you just like a very, it's very disheartening, you know, especially if after all the challenges I had already faced and I thought I was going to kind of overcome with this one race. Um, but yeah, I crossed the finish line, obviously very disappointed. And I had great teammates and coaches that supported me after that disappointing loss and in fall. Um, and I was definitely like, you know what, time to go back to Wisconsin and just take a breather and, you know, close the chapter on this past season, just get back to work. And um, I obviously had to finish it out, went to travel to nationals with the team. I, I didn't even have a good time and, you know, a good enough time to qualify for the Olympic trials. So that was also disappointing, which, I mean, all of those things like combined, like gave me so much fuel for the summer. I changed things around and, did things that were good for my body and I had myself set up for a great fall training season. Like it really set up things well for this indoor season. It just all kind of like, it's like a downhill effect. So. Yeah. Um, what, what, what specifically went into that off season to kind of change yourself or rework things to, to um, get a fresh start? Yeah. So I habitually um, overwork myself and I've realized that over time. And That's the trait of a good athlete, though, you know? And right. So you know, I, I kind of overconformed to um, this whole athlete identity. And, you know, sometimes less is more. And I had it, that took me a long time to realize. And, you know, talking with my coach this year about balancing, you know, not working yourself to the bone and taking time for your mental health has been so, so essential for me and kind of transforming myself as an athlete and a person. You know, so last year or last summer, I should say, um, I did a lot of, I got really got into road biking. Um, you know, I, I didn't go, I didn't step on the track maybe more than five times the entire summer, which is the complete op opposite of what I did the previous summer. I didn't put on my spikes once and I just, you know, put the running shoes on, went trail running, just more of a light impact and um, cross training type of summer. I swam a lot. And just prioritized um, spending time with my family and being outside and doing things that I love that I can't really do when I'm down here in Texas working and, and studying. So um, just having all of those things and kind of changing the philosophy really fed into like a very positive season that I've had so far. You said you're doing yoga tonight. Is that part of that 
Uh, yes, actually, um, I made, you know, a 2022 or yeah, 2022 goals list. And one of them was to have kind of like a mental health routine and, you know, something that's not too vigorous where I can't, you know, achieve it every day, but just something that's only good for my body, but in my mind. And that's, and I really found that through yoga and, and I'm not some like crazy yoga, like person, <laughs> oh, but like, I, I found my nice little videos on YouTube and I enjoy doing them and, um yeah so I enjoyed doing that kind of stuff and kind of switching it up so so did you feel that focus when the season started you're like like was it a different focus than you've had in years past absolutely yeah something that kind of stuck out to me like, looking back on, on the fall season I remember um I just like finished a workout or something like that I, I think it was just you know some fall training intervals and I remember my coach pulling me aside is like yeah you just look like you're determined this year. Like you just have a whole different, you know, look in your face and I can feel it like inside of me. And I guess like he obviously noticed it as well without me saying anything. And that's, it's, that's never wavered this entire time since I've stepped on campus from the summertime. So after all of that, this new focus coming into this uh, season with really a fresh look, did it feel like, did the indoor make you qualifying for the indoor championships in the four or the 800, did that feel um, kind of full circle or is it the outdoor championships that you really want to get to? Honestly, I think it's really the outdoor championships that I'm really looking forward to, you know, come full circle, but having um, success in the indoor yeah. and having a lot of fun, it just adds to that effect. It's like kind of building up to something even bigger. And um, honestly, I've, kind of taken this 800 experience as training for the 400 meter hurdles because I've noticed huge changes in um, the way that I hurdle, the way I'm able to run in between the hurdles and just overall pacing and something that I wouldn't have been able to achieve if I hadn't run multiple 800s throughout the past few months here. So um, yeah, I just kind of taken it as just uh, one stepping stone towards um, a really great 400 meter hurdle season. Is your time right now in the hurdles, would it be good enough to make the championships? Like, do you feel like if you were to run one right now, you'd qualify? You know, I think, I think I could. Um, I just don't know how much. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've, like, I'm not going to say anything for sure. Yep. But I just have a really good feeling. And I think um, as an athlete, um, following your intuition is very important. And my intuition feels very good this year. I have no, I have no doubt. And that's been a really refreshing feeling, just like crushing doubt in every way possible. And that's feeding into other aspects of my life. And um, like I said, my intuition's good and I have really good feelings about this season. Is that doubt the main thing that's different from previous years to this year? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Doubt is for sure the pressure of confidence and, to be able to control that has been, has made a world of difference. Mm -hmm. Last question I have for you. Is that doubt ever something you thought in high school, or is that something that only came up when you went to Texas? Um, you know, when I was younger, um, it was something that you had to overcome, like, like, you know, li being little, like, I remember being nervous for like Badger state games, like weeks in advance. I remember my dad one night, very specifically, it was like a week away at DC Everest and 
my head's like, oh, are you excited? Like kind of hyped me up. I was like, dad, stop, seriously. Like, I, I can't talk about this right now. I'm really nervous. And he, he would not stop. He thought it was hilarious. And I walked out of the living room and puked in the kitchen sink because I was so nervous wow. just talking about it. And so that was like, I think just like the nervous, I think nervousness came from doubt, like, oh, like who's going to be there and, and are they going to run fat? Like all this like unknown and having to like harness that over the years has decreased self-doubt, but there's always new things that come into your life that um, add to that doubt factor. And you always have to be um, adapting to like, you know, fix those things. Mm-hmm. So um, in high school, I, I think I really got it nailed down and I'm not saying I was like completely doubtless, you know, I think every athlete has that little voice in the back of their head about any and all insecurity that they may or may not have. Um, and then having a lot of challenges I've never faced before being away from home and being in a new school and trying to establish myself and build credibility um, definitely added like more doubt that I had never seen before. But now, like I did when I was younger, I'm getting um, you know, control of it. And I, I'm in control of the reins here. And um, I'm not going to say that nothing's going to come and challenge me in the future, but I feel really good right now. And um, I'm confident in my abilities. You love to hear that from Jaworski. Such an open and thoughtful interview. Best of luck to her as she looks to chase down the national championships. That's all for this episode, but tune in tomorrow for another local athlete, Stratford native Macy Kilty, the wrestler who also fell flat on the biggest stage with an injury and how she's responded in the months since. Thanks for listening and take care.